Poso maoni work, why one and Kitan anymore, a Yoski Pietaya, Posnotaman, a Yum, MITW podcast, a Yospis Pietaya, Posnapi Notaman, and a Hisekimaka, a Yoso Matnamene Hokihi. Welcome to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. We are your host, Gary Dodge. And Sheena Wapus. On this episode, we are joined by Vaughn Bowles, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. I would like to remind people that we request that you send in your COVID-19 related questions to us at podcast at MITW.org. Welcome, Vaughn. Thanks, Gary. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. What are the next steps for the tribe as COVID cases continue to increase? So since COVID cases have been increasing, uh, the tribe has issued an extension of its latest orders. Uh, That means everyone is going to remain on remote work until October 23rd, if possible. Um, We're going to have some of the, uh, you know, vital personnel on staff, our, our, you know, physicians, individuals in transit, people that have to be there housekeeping. Um, But right now, the the incident command team is working both with uh, the legislature and tribal admin, and we're discussing find way, discussing ways to find, uh, you know, how we can keep our our local economy going, um, but keep our our individuals safe. Uh, So we might be coming up with some new hybridized methods um, in the next few weeks. But right now, remote work is is the thing we're going to do. So this week, um, the chairperson sent out a video message to the community, and in that video, she mentioned a possible shelter-in-place order if things do not improve. Um, What would that all entail, or what would that look like? So a shelter-in-place, it's it's kind of like what was issued earlier in the year, um, and it's it's basically a lockdown or or, um, where we try to um, minimize the amount of movement that occurs on the reservation. Um, it basically be shelter in place at home, um, telework, uh, leave only for th- issues like medical attention, um, purchasing food if you need it, or you know, if there's a public safety issue, fire or police, um, things like that. Uh, it also include you know shutdown of things like you know the public parks and spaces, um, so people would wouldn't congregate as much. Uh, in in the attempt to to decrease the amount of viral spread, so. It, be kind of like that. Um, so <clears throat> what are the main types of interactions that are um, causing the, the spread that we see right now in the community? So right now we've, we've been seeing community spread, which means there's, there's really no large scale single event that we can point to it as a cause. No, you know, game day where everyone meets together and, you know, the stadium or you know, no powwows or anything like that. It's, it's been small actions like people sharing rides in cars and not using masks or people visiting other people's houses or there have been instances where people have ignored quarantine and have, you know, gone out into the public to do whatever they felt like at the time. So um, a lot of it's, you know, not wearing masks. Some people have visited the elderly um, and they've done it asymptomatically. It's not like they've done it maliciously. Um, you can, you know spread COVID before symptoms arise. And so that's, that's where a lot of the spread has actually been people that have been like, Oh, I didn't know I was sick. Um, and so the, there's, there's kind of 
um, there's kind of a discussion of, you know, the question between causation and correlation, you know, there, there are a lot of these small events, we can't point to any of them as a specific cause. But when we see a lot of, you know, ride sharing or movement or, or visiting of friends and family, um, we can say that there is a higher likelihood of, of COVID spread, not saying that is what's causing it, but um, we do see an increased number of cases with that. So um, it's, it's just hard to pin down right now. Um, I know we've asked this question before, I think, but um, is it possible for someone to become reinfected with COVID? So there are multiple strains of the COVID virus out there right now. I think the last count says there's something around 30 different types of mutations. So yes, it, it is possible. Um, and we don't know if, you know, if you are infected with one strain, whether that gives you protection against all of them or whether, you know, it's like a cold and you can pick up another one. Um, so that's, that's something that, you know, a lot of the, the experts are still trying to pin down is like, you know, how does this happen? Or, or if it's the same virus that just comes, comes back. I mean, you can have a reoccurrence of symptoms if people, you know, aren't taking care of themselves health-wise, um, you can start to feel better, you know, you can strain your immune system and your, you know, through physical activity, and then you can have a resurgence of, symptoms. So they're not sure if it's it's a brand new reinfection or if it's just recurrence of, of the same case. So we're not sure. Sorry. Now that we are having a higher number of people becoming infected on the reservation, can you just go over what kind of the recommended treatments are for people that are experiencing COVID right now? Yeah. So um, some of the CDC guidelines and speaking with some, you know, emergency room physicians and, and doctors that we know, um, there are some things that we recommend if you do have a COVID case. Uh, one of those would be taking um, about 500 milligrams of vitamin C twice a day. Helps boost the immune system. Um, they've found anecdotally that vitamin D and zinc are also good supplements to take. Um, and for older patients, they've also recommended a baby aspirin if they're not taking those. Um, that's to help with um, essentially thinning the blood to prevent any sort of complications that might arise um, because COVID kind of works unpredictably with the immune system and can cause inflammation and clotting in, in strange in somewhat unpredictable ways. And so they recommend a baby aspirin to prevent or lower the likelihood of, of something like that happening. Um, another thing one of the doctors recommended was um, if you can afford it, grab what's called a, a pulse oximeter. It's the little thing they stick on your finger when you go to the hospital. What it does is it measures the oxygen level in your blood system. Um, usually you'll have, you know, between 99% to about 96, 97% saturation of oxygen in your blood. Um, if it drops down to like 94%, though, um, they recommend you going to the hospital. Call first, let them know that you have COVID, that you're experiencing symptoms, and that your your oxygen level has been decreased. Um, if you want to get one, they're all over the place on Amazon. They're not too expensive. They're you know between you know fifteen dollars and more, depending on how fancy of one you want. But um, that's that's some of the recommendations they have right now. Of course, wash your hands for twenty seconds or more. Soap and water. Do it like you're obsessive compulsive. If you have any questions, if you should be washing your hands, it means you should be washing your hands. And then, you know, maintain physical distance from people, things like that. Uh, will there be um, another mass testing event on the reservation? 
Yes, there are. Um, IC is actually in contact with the National Guard right now. Um, we're looking like it'll we'll get two of them set up. One will be on the reservation. Um, another will probably be in Shano. Um, those may be in the next two to four weeks, depending on um, the guard's schedule and how quickly they can come back. Um, and we'll have more details in the coming week about you know when when those will be and where they'll be held. What are the top three things people can do to stop the spread of COVID in our community? Oh, wash your hands with soap and water. Wash, wash, wash. Anytime you have questions, wash your hands. Um, you know, if you're going to eat, wash your hands. If you've come in from outside, wash your hands. If you use the restroom, wash it. Oh, he's in, he's in a public restroom. Man just walked in and walked out without washing his hands. Gave me the willies. Please wash your hands. Just saying. Um, uh, yeah. Some people, they like to turn into a game and tally how many times they've washed their hands in a day. They compare with their family. It's kind of a weird thing, but it could be fun. Wash your hands. Um, the second thing is avoid crowds. Physical distance um, is key to um, you know, preventing contraction of the virus. Um, don't spend time with groups outside of your immediate family as much as you can, um, especially since there's community spread um, and most the time people contract the virus or spread the virus when they're not symptomatic. So if you can avoid crowds and people outside of your immediate family and household, that'd be best. Also, if you're going outside, wear your masks. That's number three. Um, bonus, if you want, um, get as much sleep as you can. Um, the more rest you have, the more effective your immune system it is. So if you are taking care of yourself physically and you're well rested, um, you'll definitely be able to fight off any sort of infection, COVID or otherwise, better than you would if you were fatigued. Thank you, Vaughn. Yeah, you bet. Thanks for having me back. Waiwanan for listening to the Nominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast at menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcasts. We do weekly updates with Vaughn. We welcome any community questions that you have regarding COVID-19, so please send those in to us via email at podcast at mitw.org.